0: Radio. Radio.
1: We begin today with the House Republicans going on the offense, laying out one of the most ambitious agendas for Americans and America. Perhaps since the 1990s when Newt Gingrich was the Speaker of the House for the first time a Republican Congress in 40 years. And it took the first two years of Clinton and signing outrageous bills with the Democrats controlling all the chambers. (laughs) Sound familiar? But it took those outrageous bills In the first two years, for Americans to wake up kind of like they're doing today and came out to vote for Republicans, and many Democrats stayed at home, praying we have another repeat in November. This is your host, Laura Marie, with the GOP hitting the ground running to win back the House. Their commitment to America may be very similar to the contract with America, which definitely worked for Republicans back in 1994. They won both the House and the Senate. This new agenda focuses on a strong economy, which is something we really need. And with Newt Gingrich being the architect of Contract for America back in 1994, so who better to explain it than Newt Gingrich himself?
0: No, I think it was truly historic it grew out of reagan somebody once said that about 80 percent of the contract with america was in reagan's uh, 1985 state of the union uh so in that sense with welfare reform balancing the budget you know the only four balanced budgets in your lifetime came out of the republicans in the house uh and i think in that sense we really were I think what Kevin McCarthy is trying to do, and I, what I saw yesterday with his members, he's succeeding, is he's laying out a platform for governing, not just a platform for campaigning. And that's what we did. You know, and not only were we the first elected majority in 40 years, we're the first reelected House majority since 1928. Uh, and so that was because people saw we kept our word. And I think uh, that McCarthy, as Speaker, uh, is going to lead his party, as, as will uh, Steve Scalise's majority leader and the other members of the leadership team, I think they're going to lead the Republican Party in the House to keep its word and to force Biden to choose. And and Biden's right Look, Fox and Friends just had pictures of this gigantic tent city that's being built in New York for people that Biden is letting cross the border illegally. Uh, I think the American people want to change the trajectory. They want to stop the murders. They want to stop the rising uh, prices. They want to get back to independence and energy. And I think that the commitment to America that the Cal's Republicans are launching provides exactly the kind of things that the American people would like to replace the current failures with. Truth is, and you know this, when you go to the grocery store, you know it ain't working because it's too expensive. I paid $5.05 a gallon for gasoline last Saturday. It ain't working. It's too expensive. You watch the evening news and see the local murder rate, you know it's not working. That's why I think this will be a much bigger Republican tsunami than people currently expect.
1: You know, the one thing I really wish that the Republicans would talk more about is that large tent that Mayor Adams put up in New York City for the illegals. Well, what about the homeless Americans who are starving, freezing, living in inhumane conditions? They're pleading for help. The veterans that have fought for all of our freedoms are living on the streets and they're building these enormous tents for illegals. I have a problem with that. That's my opinion, but only under these current situations. Democrats need to be voted out. They are America last, clearly. So when Newt Gingrich was asked the question, if he thought McCarthy would be a good Speaker of the House, and if he would discourage other Republicans from challenging McCarthy in a leadership race,
0: Sure. Look, I think he is the inevitable speaker, he has spent the time, he's built the organization, he's developed the commitment, he's raised the money, uh, and I think that he's ready. I think think he will be a very, very effective leader, and he's going to have to be a strategic leader to do what we did with Clinton, which is maneuver so that the American people got Clinton to sign welfare reform, sign a balanced budget, sign tax cuts, those weren't things liberal Democrats wanted, but Clinton saw that his future required him to do it. Biden will face the same choice next year, and I think McCarthy is the right person to have to, uh, frankly, maneuver against a very left-wing White House.
1: I thought that was too important not to share. Right before McCarthy lays out the Republican agenda to take over the House. And right when the Dow, for the first time in quite some time, hits under 30,000, Kevin McCarthy introduces his plan, his commitment to America, to a group of steelworkers in Pennsylvania, along with Steve Scalise and New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik.
2: That's what the people dream about in America. To all the members back here, what we're going to roll out today is a commitment to America. In Washington, not Washington, D.C., for Washington County, Pennsylvania. And you want to know why? Because it's about you, it's not about us. We've spent the last year and a half, all the Republican members in conference going throughout the country listening, listening to the challenges, fighting what the Democrats have been doing. And we want to roll it out to you to the entire country, to know exactly what we will do if you would trust us and give us the ability to take a new direction for this country. What the commitment is, is a plan. A plan for a new direction. You know, I've watched this one party control. And as we went across this country listening, we heard the same thing, kitchen table, to dining room table, to inside the factory. Can I afford it? Can I afford to fill up my tank? Can I afford the food, the milk? Can I find baby formula? You know, I ask everybody across this country, could you afford to give up one month of your wages? One month of your wages. The sad part is these democratic policies has already taken one month of your wages. So now the struggle that you have is you're living through 12 months with only 11 months' pay now because inflation is so high. We warned the Democrats not to do that American rescue plan, but it wasn't just us warning them. Larry Summers, a secretary of Treasury Democrat, told him, don't do it, you'd bring inflation. Steve Ratner, a Democrat advisor to Obama, calls it the original sin of inflation. And then we watched what they did to our communities. Defunding of the police. We got crime problems from Portland to Philadelphia now with DAs and prosecutors and look the other way. We've watched what's happened to our border, the millions of people who are just walking across. People on the terrorist watch list. But now we're watching it create every community to be a border community. Fentanyl, the number one killer of Americans between the ages of 18 and 45. That poison starts in China and comes across our border. Do you realize it's killing 300 Americans every day? It's like an airliner crashing each day. If that happened three days in this country, we'd say it's a crisis and we'd change it. But the White House tells us it's secure. Then we watch the Washington that uses their political power to go after people for their own political beliefs. We watch children get a lost learning left behind. That's what happened with the Democrats, because that's their, they control Washington. They control the House, the Senate, the White House. They control the committees. They control the agencies. It's their plan, but they have no plan to fix all the problems they created. So you know what? We've created a commitment to America. We're going to talk about it today, we want an economy that is strong, that means you can fill up your tank, you can buy the groceries, you have enough money left over to go to Disneyland and save for a future, that the paychecks grow, they no longer shrink. We have a plan for a nation that's safe. That means your community will be protected, your law enforcement will be respected your criminals will be prosecuted. We believe in a future that's built on freedom. That your children come first. They're taught to dream big. And we believe in a check and balance that government should be accountable. No longer special interest. We should work for you, not the other way around like it is today. walk through this facility, as we toured this country, too long, China has too much control of our supply chain. We're going to bring that back to America. (laughs) So if you're like everybody else we hear, whether you can afford it, whether you feel safe, the challenge of your children getting lost behind, or a government that's run amok, who has a plan to change that course? We do. The Democrats have no plan for the problem they created. If you trust us, hold us accountable. We'll put it out to the entire country. This is what we'll do. But on that very first day that we're sworn in, you'll see that it all changes. Because on our very first bill, we're gonna repeal 87,000 IRS agents. Our job is to work for you, not go after you. Our job is to make America stronger. We believe America is more than a country. America is an idea. We can secure our border. We could become energy independent where your price of gas is lower. We can build an education system that has a parent's bill of rights that you have a say in your kid's education. And we could be a check and balance on the reign in this government that's going after the individuals. If you believe like us, join with us. Because this job won't be easy. Get it through the house, we need your help to get it all the way to his desk. You know, the president last night already attacked me in this plan. Maybe if I caused that much damage, I'd try to change the discussion too. But you know what? I welcome it. I challenge the president to join with us. Let's go across the country and let's debate what his policies has done to America and our plan for a new direction. And let's let America make the decision for the best way for this country to go forward. So join with us and thank you for what you're doing.
1: That was part of the unveiling of a long plan by the Republicans. This pitch for the new direction from what I'm being told took them about a year and a half to put together. And it's really supposed to be a push for Americans that under a Republican majority that they can reverse issues that Leader McCarthy said that Democrats have created. And goal number one is to rein in all that spending and repeal those 87,000 IRS agents. <laughs> Maybe place them at the border? And I also picked up if you guys didn't, they want to hire over two hundred thousand new police officers. So on top of this promise to reinvigorate the economy, the GOP commitment to America pillars includes securing a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, and a government that is accountable within those. And McCarthy highlighted the party's plan to secure the border stopping the traffic of fentanyl, which he talked about a lot today. And in addition, becoming energy independent and building an education system equipped with the parents' bill of rights. Plans were also announced to create a special committee on China. And if most knew what China was up to, they would vote for the Republicans all day long. This is our last chance to stop China. They are taking over our country. Well, we were worried about the Middle East, going to war in Afghanistan, Iraq, China saw their opportunity, making moves to take over America. So I'm in favor of launching a committee on China. So of course, the Democrats came out right away, calling this plan extreme. (laughs) Really? They're saying that the Republicans are seeking to tear apart America? Did you guys get that from that? (laughs) I didn't. And of course... The House Speaker Nancy Pelosi came out with a similar statement this morning. (laughs) They're claiming that voters do not want this. (laughs) They're saying that voters want action. They've been getting action, in my opinion, with tons of crime, people being in fear, unable to feed their children, either pay the rent or buy groceries. (laughs) These people are insane. So, of course, the Democrats are playing their old tricks again and lies claiming Republicans want to throw grandma over the cliff and going after Social Security. (laughs) Just more lies. Because they can't run on their own policies. They're going to attack Republicans with hate, going after Trump, calling us extremists, Nazis. All lies. And right before November, because they have nothing to run on, the House Democrats are fighting amongst each other, trying to put together a police reform bill. Can you believe that? Talk on the street is how power hungry they are and very desperate to come up with something before the election. With that, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear more of the Republicans' plan by Steve Scalise and Elise Stefanik. And we're also going to have an opinion by Jim Jordan. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back to Talk on the Street. In the first segment, we listened to Kevin McCarthy and his unveiling of the Republican Plan for America, addressing a steel factory in Washington County, Pennsylvania. So we're going to continue with Kevin McCarthy introducing Steve Scalise.
2: We are so blessed in the Republican Conference to have so many bright minds that were out there listening. And we're very fortunate to have an amazing whip. Many of you know him, Steve Scalise. He's kind of a tiger. He comes from Louisiana. And he's going to continue to fight for you. Let me give you all whip, Steve Scalise.
3: Well, thank you, Kevin. And uh, thank you, TMI for opening up this beautiful facility. It's great to walk around and see Pittsburgh steel workers making real things in America. That's what we want more of. Uh, obviously, the threats that we've seen over the last two years to the American dream, to the ability for people to be able to think, maybe my kids can have a better opportunity than me. That is at risk right now. And it's at risk because far-left policies have led to record spending. When you see every bill that comes out of Congress, not hundreds of billions, but trillions of dollars of borrowed money, new taxes, 87,000 IRS agents. You know, all of my years in Congress, I've never had a single phone call from anybody saying, Steve, please add more people to the IRS. If there's 87,000 people needed in America, it's at the border to secure America's border, not over at the IRS to go after small businesses and hard working families. So we could have just sat back and said, look at how bad their policies have been. Give us the majority and it'll be different. That to us isn't good enough. We wanted to lay out a bold conservative vision to show the country there's hope again. There's not just one direction that's far left, that's big government socialism, that's wrecking this great country. There is a better way. The commitment to America is going to show the country, if you give us a Republican majority in the House, these are the things we will do. We will bring bills to the floor. We will have great debates to solve the problems that Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi created. You're concerned about inflation like us? We have a plan to reduce inflation. You're concerned about high energy costs, not just at the pump, gas prices are too high, but this winter I heard it's gonna be a little bit cold in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We have a plan to lower energy costs, to get us back not only to lower energy costs, but energy independence. We shouldn't be buying oil and natural gas from Russia or Iran or Saudi Arabia. We can make it right here in America, like you make steel in Pittsburgh. And that's what we're laying out, how to do it, how to secure America's border. It was not that long ago that we had a secure American border. And it's not like we have to reinvent the wheel, but they broke the wheel. We're here to fix it, and we have a plan to do just that, and we're proud to write it down on paper. And if Joe Biden doesn't like this plan, I think it's about time Joe Biden has to be asked a question. Mr. President, if there's a bill put on your desk to lower energy costs, will you sign it or veto it? And if you veto it, I think now the country understands what's at stake. We're going to give him that dilemma. We're going to give him that opportunity to wake up like we do to fight for the American people, not to make things harder for the American people. That's what the commitment to America is all about, to show people that once again there could be hope, there could be opportunity, so that when you wake up, it's not just to go to work for yourself. It's to go to work to make sure your kids can have a better future. And there's nowhere else in the world where that opportunity exists. And if they ruin that opportunity in America, there is no backup plan. We cannot let this great nation fall. We're not gonna let this great nation fall. America can rise up again and you're gonna see that. With this commitment to America, and I appreciate the opportunity to come and present it here with all of my colleagues and the leadership of Kevin McCarthy, and we've got a great team. You're going to see a lot of my colleagues talking about the different parts of this we put work into, but our conference chair who leads that effort and helping us all
1: stay on focus of what this is all about. I felt that was very important. One of the key things he said that we all need to be aware of. America fails and goes socialist. There is nobody who's going to bail us out. So he's 100% correct. And it would be the end of the free world. So here's Elise Stefanik.
4: Thank you, Steve. And of course, thank you to DMI, as well as Congressman Guy Rushenthaler for hosting us in his beautiful district today. I'll tell you, I represent the district in upstate New York in the North Country that looks a lot like where we are in Pennsylvania today. And what I hear from my constituents is people are struggling. Families are struggling to make ends meet. Whether you go to the grocery store, whether you're budgeting in preparation for those home heating bills that are skyrocketing this winter, or whether you struggled this past year to fill up your tank of gas. People feel that they're working harder than they ever had before, but they're falling further behind. And the American people are smart. They know that it's a direct result of the failed policies of one-party Democrat rule in Washington, and there is a better way We are here to help, and this is our commitment to America. These ideas came from the American people. All of our members listen to their constituents. I always say the best ideas come from my constituents directly. And when it comes to an economy that strong, making sure that we stop the trillions and trillions of reckless government spending that we have seen under Democrat rule, that will immediately help lower the cost of goods as we seek to rate in inflation. American energy independence to lower the price of gas, lower that price of home heating bills. How about a nation that's safe? You see the headlines, whether it's on local or national news every day, we see crime skyrocketing. That is a direct result of Democrats' one party defund the police policies and rhetoric. And let me tell you, whether you're in New York or whether you're in Pennsylvania, We proudly back the blue. Let's give all of our law enforcement officers a round of applause. That's why in our commitment to America under a nation that's safe, House Republicans will immediately ensure that we hire 200,000 more police officers across this country to make sure that our communities are safe. the radical leftist prosecutors, DAs, who are refusing to abide by the rule of law and are prioritizing the criminals rather than the law-abiding citizens. <laughs> in our commit we, the commitment, we also have a future that's built upon freedom. I am proud to be the newest mom in Congress. I am a mom to my one-year-old Sam. And I will tell you, moms and dads across this country, they know that parents are the primary stakeholders in their kids' education, which is why we will pass a Parents' Bill of Rights. And And lastly, a government that's accountable. We work for you, not the other way around. We work to serve the American people. And what we see with a Democrat controlling both the House and Senate is they feel entitled. They feel like it's the other way around, that you work for them. Not so in a Republican majority. We will hold this administration accountable. We will make sure that we are conducting oversight. We will root out the corruption and return it to the people's house. So join us in supporting the commitment to America. a new direction. Democrats have no plan. House Republicans have a plan, and it's our commitment to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, if
2: you're out there listening, go to commitmenttoamerica.com and join up. Now, we're not here to talk to you. We also want to listen to you. A lot of you are business owners. A lot of you are parents and others and want to talk a little more about what's happening in America today. So.
1: After hearing their plan, I went right to the internet, went to commitmenttoamerica.com and signed up. I think it's fantastic that they're going to be hearing our voices. How many times have I shared, I am our voice, the people's voice, we the people. And I've asked you to reach out to me on my website at www.talkonthestreet.net because I'd love to hear from you. And that right there is parallel to what the Republicans are putting out. In my opinion, I love the fact that they spent a year and a half listening to us, we the people, and putting a plan together that best suits us because they're 100% correct. They work for us, we don't work for them. And that's what the Democrat party is doing to us. And this is why the Republicans put out their plan, the commitment to America, which is similar to contract with America put out in 1992. And here's a quick response from Newt Gingrich on the Republicans'
0: plan. I think it was truly historic, I grew out of Reagan. The only four balanced budgets in your lifetime came out of the Republicans in the house. Uh, And I think in that sense, we really were consequential. I think what Kevin McCarthy is trying to do, and what I saw yesterday with his members, he's succeeding, is he's laying out a platform for governing, not just a platform for campaigning.
1: All I can say is Bill Clinton and America, we were lucky to have Newt Gingrich. He saved our country in the 90s, and I pray that Kevin McCarthy can save America again, because we need it desperately in November. Though I don't really care to talk about Chuck Schumer too much, but the statement he just put out is laughable. If anybody believes this, they are clinically insane. God forgive me, this is the only thing that makes sense. So this is what he had the nerve to say, that Republicans are rolling out a new agenda. We already know it's a mega extreme agenda, a nationwide abortion ban, Medicare and Social Security are on the chopping block. (laughs) And here's the best one of them all, that Republicans are going to raise taxes on the working family? Are you kidding me? We lower the taxes. They're the ones who raise the taxes, clearly. (laughs) This time, the Democrats' lies won't work because they're the ones that are in charge of every department. And we don't have any tax breaks. Everything is going up, including our taxes. Wait till we file for 2022. Oh my gosh. So moving on, we talked about the House Democrats fighting amongst each other to pass a police reform bill before the midterm elections. You're the same guys who defund the police and cause so much chaos. (laughs) So as the Democrats have been fighting over the police reform bills, they had to delay a vote. There was a revolt by some liberals, defund squad members. Now those four bills have passed. The package would give millions of dollars in grants to law enforcement agencies, among other initiatives. The bills now head to the Democrat Senate. So we don't know what's gonna happen there. House Democrats are desperate to shake the defund label before the midterms, and Republicans say it's a stunt. So do I, don't you? Democrats should be worried, and probably why they did this, Because recent polls show that 51% of Americans favor Republicans to take care of crime. And only 34% favor Democrats. I'd like to know who that 34% is. (laughs) And here's Jim Jordan on his take.
5: One of the phrases we heard from the Democrats over the last couple years is reimagine policing. Well, now we know what they mean. Now we get it. They want to take money from communities who funded their police and give it to communities who didn't. So they can get past this this whole deep on the police that's been their mantra for the last couple years.
1: So what, Dems are no longer going to reimagine? And I say that because we can reimagine this flashback. Outdated, it is wrong-headed thinking to think that the only way you're going to get communities to be safe is to put more police officers on the street. What we have to do and what we will do is reimagine... Public safety. They imagined it all right. It's broken and dangerous. Mark Teeson, the former White House speech writer, weighed in on Harris's comments and the Democrats attempt to erase the minds of of those tying the Democrats to defunding the police.
5: Absolutely. Look, they're, they're they're trying to reimagine their own policies is what they're doing. I mean, look, the reality is, is for the past several years, Democratic policies have unleashed the worst crime wave in America since the 1990s. And now, a couple of weeks before the election, they're panicking because it's hurting them at the polls. You got in the Wisconsin Senate race, Mandela Barnes is getting hammered because he was caught on tape saying releasing prisoners is sexy. Uh, and he wants to release half of the prison population in, in, in Wisconsin. And in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, Uh, was asked in an interview, if you had a magic wand that could fix just one issue, what would it be? He said life without parole in Pennsylvania. So his number one priority is not fixing inflation, not fixing crime, not fixing the border. It's releasing convicted murderers into the population in Pennsylvania. So this is hurting them at the polls and they know it. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to shore up some of these these soft on crime candidates. And this is the same thing going on in the House races and and try and stop the Republicans from taking the, uh, taking control of Congress. And as soon as they uh, the, the election's over, they're gonna go right back to their soft on crime policy.
1: And this is one of the reasons, in my opinion, that like Fetterman will not have a debate with Dr. Oz for quite some time. <laughs> probably the other Democrats as well. I just hope that the Senate reads this bill and not just pass it like Schumer will twist all of their arms to do. Because I know and heard, talk on the street, Gavin Newsom in California has passed a bill or it's been introduced and he needs to sign it that illegals going against federal law will be able to become police officers in California. (laughs) Can you imagine in your own country getting pulled over by an illegal, (laughs) citing you for something wrong. It's just unbelievable. Gavin Newsom has put this into play. Remember, Gavin Newsom supports George Gascon down in Los Angeles, the DA, George Soros DA, the same guy who mysteriously beat his recall with 30% of the signatures removed. Just enough to make Gascon beat the recall, just like Gavin Newsom beat his recall by cheating. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great afternoon. If you want to reach me, you can at www.talkonthestreet.net. I'd love to hear from you because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. We, the people. God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.